0: Hey, everybody, what's going on? It's Lee Kwai Lao here. I'm a Twitch streamer, and I'm here with my co-host, BMX Shark Art, who's also another Twitch streamer. And we have some exciting news because the LFAM Streamers Podcast is bringing something new to you that is amazing. It's an amazing individual. We are a podcast that brings positive vibes and inspirational podcasts straight to you. The exciting thing is we, we talk about streamers, we talk about gamers, artists, and other content creators alike. These are amazing talent individuals, and we're here today with someone who's really special that I can't wait to introduce. He goes by the name Uvio on Twitch, Uvio, and that's spelled O-U-V-I-O underscore. And if you haven't seen his stream, it is amazing. But there's also another amazing name that I can't say well, so I'm going to let BMX say it for me, that I think it just sounds cool. How do you say it? It's Sven. Svend. Sven. Sven. Sven.
1: Yeah. Yes. Sven. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask Uvio what, that's a very unique name. Uh, for one, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's my first name. Uh, <laughs> it's a Scandinavian name. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a little bit different than, than I, I, I suppose what's a little bit more common to hear, which is just Sven. Mine has a little D at the end. Um, but, uh, it, it's it's actually not that uncommon of a name uh, where I'm from, and that is not Scandinavia. It's Germany. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that explains it. I, I tried to say it a few
0: times and I fell. So um, I'm going to admit it, but I think it's an amazing name. I think it's an awesome name. Uh, so we had thank God for my co-host BMX Shark Art. Again, guys, if you haven't seen her amazing artwork on Twitch, you need to check it out. She's not only talented; she's extremely fast, but extremely humbled when she does her art. She makes it seem like it's easy. It's yes. not easy. <laughs> more, more people need to check out her art. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. but oh man, it, it's it, you guys are you guys are both just talented. I love watching. It's hard for me when you're streaming. I have to have I have to have two tabs open when I'm watching you guys because I, I you you both are amazing at what you do at explaining stuff, going into detail. And I love this pub theme that you have, OVO, on your Twitch channel, this, this fire. And it, this fire captivates me. And it's almost like you created a pub to kind of bring an ambience to the stream as you're doing your artwork. And I'm telling you, this fire moves, guys. The candles move. And I find myself taking <laughs> my hands and putting it in front of the camera and, and the screen to get the heat from the fire. It looks that real. It's amazing.
2: Honestly, um, when I when I first saw that animation fire, and I'm like, I was freaking out. I was like, "This is the best thing ever!"
0: Right? So I'm it, so
2: glad you did that.
0: Never seen anyone. I've watched hundreds of streams do that, and I just have to say that's amazing. What what made you want to do that to start with?
1: Um, I mean, I um, I'm someone who who just as much as sci-fi just loves fantasy and medieval stuff. Um, I mean, I've fricking got a sword back there. I got like <laughs> medieval tankards and all that stuff, like dr- drinking horns and what have you. Uh, I, I love taverns like the, the sort of like medieval fantasy type taverns. And, uh, I love Dungeons and Dragons and I don't know, I, I kind of, when I started streaming, it was kind of like little bit of like soul searching of like, Oh, well, well, what do I want to do? Like I fireplaces are something that I'm always drawn to. I love having a fireplace. I love, you know, if, if if I ever go and and rent an Airbnb and it has a, as a fireplace or something like that, I'm just drawn to that. And, um, so when I first started streaming, I, I actually just had like a, like a background from a video game that had a little fireplace there. But then, um, you know, I started out as an art streamer still am an art streamer and and decided why don't I just use my my skills like the stuff that I do for a living which is working in the animation industry and apply that and you know just kind of bring all my passions together um and it, it's really cool to see that people like it it's really cool to see that people are drawn to you know not to to make a pun there but drawn to the you know that vibe that that tavern vibe
0: it's it's definitely Homebody. I love it. I think everybody can relate to it, especially right now with the passion and the mythology that's circulating around the gaming world and around the world right now when it comes to Viking shows, when it comes to the history, the mythology, and video games right now. There's so much right now that is really educating the the youth among this. And um, I want to step back a little bit and kind of go over you. You are better known in your industry too, as a, a I want to say director and director in animation industry. Correct.
1: Yes. I've, for the last like three, three and a half years, I've worked as a, as a series director. Um, But I I come from an animation background. So I studied uh, 2d and 3d animation in college and then worked for, for many years as an animator um, on just, you know, TV shows and, um, uh, you know, the odd commercial here and there. And, uh, and yeah, so, uh, that's my, that's my normal work background and, um, you know, drawing has always been a passion, which is kind of the, th- the, 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 f- the first, uh, step I took, I, I guess, towards if, uh, animation, uh, if, if you want to call it that way, where um, you know I've been drawing for as long as I can remember, and then growing up with cartoons in the '90s and and you know animated Disney movies, and eventually anime and all that, that just kind of led me on that path to 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 becoming an animator and choosing this path, I guess.
0: It, it's it sounds like the resume doesn't miss a spot because your your characters definitely have they all have their unique characteristics and i love that Thanks. and I, I i i happen to catch you say the other day in one of your streams i was in there sneaking about but i did say hi um <laughs> i i heard something pretty cool where like um i guess people that hang around your streams and and are there for a, a little bit eventually you might actually draw them as a character and put them in the pub is that correct
1: yeah so so uh when i was thinking about this tavern thing i decided to just kind of make my channel feel like like it's either like a DD type of environment or like a like a video game i don't know how to make a video game i just you know i know the art side of things i can't program um but uh you know using the the features that Streamlabs and, and twitch give me i I've, i'm trying to build something that that feels immersive And as a, as a means to give back to, to people just spending their time with me, I decided to, for, for essentially channel points to, to draw whichever way they see themselves in this tavern. And, uh, there's a whole like level up system to it, um, that, that I'm still working through, I guess. And, and it's, it's just kind of supposed to, you know, make it feel like they're, they're part of it. And, um. I don't know, because I, I always, you know, being someone who who loves Dungeons and Dragons, I just want to share that passion for for the game with, with people. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um, BMX, Shark. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to step aside for a second, because I'm going to let you ask him some of your amazing questions, because she has a list for you. So I, I'm, 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 I'm going to have her drill you. Not just can kidding. go back okay.
2: and forth. You know, we're going right. to
0: have some fun with it. Uh Uh, But, you know, that's the great thing about these podcasts is, guys, anyone who's listening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have fun with it. This isn't real time. This isn't we're not cutting editing as we go. Uh, You are actually sitting at us with us at the dining table table or pub table, round pub table, tavern tavern table, tavern (laughs) table. All right. Having a couple with us and sharing a real conversation on the fly. And that's what makes these so enjoyable and personal. Um, I want you guys to realize that these are straight from the heart, and these talented individuals are opening up their doors and sharing their information with us. So, without further ado, BMX, uh, take over from here.
2: Alrighty. Well, some of these questions I have. Um, I've known Sven since like what 2014, I think.
1: Really? Only yeah. only that short. I, I, <laughs> I feel like
2: I moved. Here I, I feel in like I might have. Maybe 2013, because we moved here, I think, in 2013. It would
1: have it would have had to be 2013, because that's when uh, I, I think your husband and I ended up working together. together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: My husband worked with Sven, and um, they became good friends. And then I met Sven, and we became good friends. And there's a lot of stuff that I do know, um, just from hearing him on Twitch. And there's a lot of things I don't actually know, right? So um, one of these questions I may actually know, but what genre were you into – growing up that wanted to get you into animation I had a genre like I had I knew it was I was a cartoon Saturday morning cartoon kid I was always watching cartoons I immersed myself um, in any anything from Looney Tunes to Disney and that I held on to that forever what did you hold on to and you knew that this is what I want to do
1: um, I, I would say probably the the very first thing that I remember um, are are the old classic Disney movies like still to this day, one of my most favorite animated Disney movies, um, is the jungle book. Ooh. And, um, you know, there's there's so many great ones, but, but I, I just remember, uh, I, I don't, well, I don't quite know how old I was, but I remember like seeing this, this like news report on, on this, this guy at Disney who, who, when he was like an eight year old kid or so sent them a bunch of letters about like, Hey, I want to become a director at at, at Disney. And, and they like reply to him and say like, Oh yeah, that's great. Um, you know, why don't you finish school first? And then, you know, <laughs> apply again." Yeah. and I, I saw that and, and I, I just remember this like feeling, um, of, of like, like a slight bit of jealousy because i'm i'm like man i'm already like older than this kid was <laughs> when he first applied yeah like you know what the heck like i what am i doing with my life i need to like and i was maybe i don't know 14 15 years old maybe um like disney back then was 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 really like a, a huge company for me where, where i just wanted to do what they did and uh that's you know including the cartoons that they had, but, uh, but mostly their, their animated movies. Um, you know, later that, that fell away a little bit. So I went through a little bit of a, like a, I guess you could somewhat call it an identity crisis where I'm like, they fired all traditional animators and oh, yeah. you know, all this oh, yeah. stuff. And I'm like, yeah, what am yeah. I doing? Like, is this, I remember company? that. Yeah. yeah I and, do too. and, you know, I was that, devastated. That, but, I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. That's I know, what I remember it.
2: that was like, what are they doing? They were
0: showing they pictures that? of them packing up their their drawing tables, was and putting their yep. stuff. You know, that was, that was so painful. Uh, yeah, I I remember that. It's like it was devastating. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the I don't know if you remember, but the old flip books. You know, sometimes you would get them in a crack a jack box or something, and you'd flip it, in, something would move, and that was just like to demonstrate what these beautiful artists were doing back there, you know, with the the original, you know, um, Disney movies and stuff. And, and uh, obviously down the road, Pixar and all that kind of changed it all. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing to see where your animation is today. I mean, if you look at your animation today, just like your stream, or you look at her character cartoon art in her stream, the level of talent, and the realism is it just keeps getting better. You know, we as humans, we we evolve. But, man, as artists, you guys have really stepped up your game. I mean, I mean, it's it's amazing. Even video games. Video games were a pixel not so long ago. Just a single yeah, couple of pixels, true. right? Yeah. And you look at it today, and it's like, whoa, it, I'm playing it.
2: I'm actually in Greece right <laughs> I, now riding a horse. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: It it really, it really is amazing. And, and, uh, even just from, you know, you know, back in 2008, when I came to Canada to now like the, the way it's evolved and to see how, how crazy, like the, the French animation industry has gotten and, and like Mm -hmm. the, you know, the amazing talent that comes out of Gobelin and, and, you know, the, the French animation school and, and others around the world is, is, yeah, it's inspiring to see that's awesome
2: that's very cool i know i know france has a really big traditional animation following and i have a close uh animation buddy of ours in town here who actually animates uh for stuff in montreal which are obviously might be getting stuff in france as well but i've seen his traditional work and it's just like there's a still a small hub of people in canada or at least north america that do traditional stuff and it seems so lucrative
1: now it's kind of crazy yeah, it's 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 kind of like traditional animation is making a little bit of a comeback, which is which is great because for a while like people were talking about oh it's dying. Well, no, not really.
2: No, it's what.
1: <laughs> it's like a fine wine. Like it's just
2: yeah.
1: Well, April, then, but... appreciate it. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, and you just need paper and a pencil. Yep. And an animation yeah. desk. You don't need any special equipment. Like for what I do, and for. Tri- like you don't need i just need paper and paper and pencil and i think i said that um to you that what i do even if i had a camera just on a piece of paper and not on a cintiq it would be exactly the same other than like no control z <laughs> yeah
1: no that's i mean control z is is like lifesaver of a function for those that don't know that's that's undo that's the, yeah. undo, hot- it's the undo button <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick all release.
2: right my other question would be um why
1: do you do what you do? Why do I do what I do? Yeah. Um,
0: what drives you? What, what, yeah. what makes, why are you so crazy to draw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you know, some people will, they don't have the patience. I can tell you right now. I, you yeah. know, I like to draw for fun, but to draw as a career. And I, I talked to, to BMX Shark about this, to do it in in a real time matter or in a project matter or in a fast matter where you have to stay consistent on a daily basis and pump out so much in a time matter that drive there. That's a
1: great question. Well, um, that's both
2: Twitch though. And your current job as well. I
1: okay. Just- uh, I'll, I'll, I think I'll start with, with real life job then first, and then go into, into Twitch um uh, yeah because the two are sort of connected i i would say um you know at, at first or at the beginning i i would say you know just for the love of it like i i love animation i love you know uh watching it i love you know uh doing it myself right like animating characters is is, is like, bringing characters to life is, is something that i i dearly love um, but like anything, I think, uh, it, it can become a job, especially when, when you bring in politics and, you know, you know, budgets and deadlines and all that stuff. So, um, I, I do what I do for the love of the craft. Um, but one of the reasons I started my, my Twitch stream is, is because You know, it might, it might not be like this for everybody, but I found for myself at least that the longer I worked in animation, the less I was doing for myself, my own art. Like I, Uh, I, you know, you, you kind of turn your passion into a job and all of a sudden you do it 24 seven. Um, and it, it becomes tough to then find the, the, the sort of mental strength, the capacity after work, after hours to still sit down you know, when you've been holding a pen for 12 hours, 13 hours, 14 hours (laughs) to still then sit there and draw something for yourself is really, it's really hard. And, um, you know, I, I I had been meaning to stream for a while and, and now that, you know, uh, you know, earlier in the year going, you know, with the COVID situation, I, I did have a bunch of free time on my hand as well. Um, I, I kind of started to realize that, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this for my creative fulfillment. That's where I get my creative fulfillment from is, is, you know, working on my own little projects, which, you know, not everyone is fortunate enough to get their projects picked or, or picked up by, you know, a, a broadcaster or by a studio to develop. And, um, I, I, think a lot of artists in the industry, uh, would, you know, wish to have that happen to them or or at least have their own little things they like to do outside of work. And, uh, so Twitch has kind of become that for me is, is kind of like my, my creative outlet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, um, to point out. Cause if you look at music artists today, a lot of music artists that have kind of shocked the world came off of YouTube. They were nobodies. They produced their own music in their mm-hmm. bedroom, in their closet, their bathroom, yeah. right? All of a sudden, they did this song. This song's a hit. It's a, it's a hit for a couple of weeks, a couple uh-huh. maybe a year. Um, and for artists alike, I you know I think it's awesome that uh, artists are coming together are on on Twitch this platform, and these are really good artists. This is something that needs to be be like if you guys listening to the podcast, if you haven't seen the talent that I'm talking about, this is real like Comic Con, you know, show up. You watch them do their thing and you're like, whoa, can I have that? Can you sign that? Can I keep that? Can I pay for that? <laughs> I mean, this is real, you know, but it's, it's also what's neat is they're not rushed with a line behind them when they're watching a Twitch stream. Not only do they get to know you, but they get to interact a little bit more on a personal level. And I think that's amazing because when you're watching your you guys do what you're doing, you see a lot of amazing talent being discovered on another level where before um, it would have been missed, uh, you know. And um, like I said, I, I tune in a lot of times just to see the pub, just to see the pub, yeah. you know. And then I see something else. I'm like, oh, I like that, too. You know, I might notice something in the pub that, that was, wasn't was there the night before. Like I, I I didn't notice the candle lights until because I was so focused on the fire. And I was like, well, wait, the candles the candles are moving too you know
1: like <laughs> yeah i i i am actually working on a on a second background right now that's going to be animated as well um i don't know it's 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 you know it's it's the first like project <laughs> where it's the first project that uh where you know like the last time i made a short film was like in college that's like 10 years ago now um like I, I never had the time during, during work to do anything like that. And, and this, this kind of tavern thing has kind of started, um, like getting, getting legs of its own. If, if that makes any sense, like it started to just kind of, especially in the last month and a half, people have more, more and more people have, have taken to it, which is great because it, it lets me know that the crazy ideas that I, that I have for this, little world that I'm trying to create, um, are, are, you know, receiving some positive feedback and people like it. And, you know, it's not just the tavern that's animated, like the, the, you know, the barkeep, the, the tavern keeper, um, you know, he, he's animated for alerts, just cleaning, uh, the mugs. And, you know, it, it, when I, when I take a step back and I look at the amount of work that's still left to do to get it to where I would like it to be, like, you know, every alert has variations and it's characters moving. You have the bar mate, like coming in with like a whole bunch of tankards and all this stuff. Like the, the amount of work that, that is involved in that is, is, uh, at times a little, um, like scary in a way, uh, just because I don't know if I, if I'll find the time for it, but then, you know, I just go back to, to focusing each stream on just working on a little bit at a time. And, uh, Yeah, the great thing about streaming I found is it keeps you on a schedule because if you work on stuff on your own in your own time, technically you're like, ah, well, I got all the time in the world to make this, so I'll just start tomorrow or I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) And now it's like, oh, shit, (laughs) Mondays at 8 p.m. or Wednesdays at 8 p.m. I got to actually sit down and make something right. And and that forces you into a schedule, which is actually kind of nice. That's awesome
2: if I can interject to like when Sven started streaming and I just absolutely love all of his design. Like I'm like, I'm in still like, I swear, I swear every day I'm just like in burnt out mom mode. I don't know. I don't know how (laughs) I managed to do like streams till 5am and still function for the rest of the week. Right. But Uvio had such amazing ideas. So when he started the tavern, and in our Discord um, that we have, that we share together, but he pretty much runs the show, right? Um, he, all his ideas just started coming into Fruition. Like, one was the emotes. I absolutely love his emotes so much. Um, and representing that Dungeons & Dragons style, um, it is a style I like, too. Like, I like that whole world, the whole genre, right? But how he was piecing it together per week And, you know, we don't necessarily talk every day, but I'll see, like, a new update on stuff on Discord, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I wish I had that kind of brain power right now, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so I'm just, I absolutely love it, and I love what you've done with the Tavern and your followers uh, with their channel points and, like, people having their D&D characters come to life because from doing Comic-Cons for so many years and... Making people's characters come to life, I've done that for many, many years from Dungeons and Dragons characters to whatever, whatever they wanted, you know, and um, OCs or fursonas, like whatever they want. And I enjoy doing that so much. That's why I do what I do in my stream. And so I just want to give it up to you, Sven, for doing such an amazing job. And I can tell a lot of people like it's your, fire, love your talent, your your tavern and your talent. So
1: thank, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I will say that, that, uh, um, you know, when I, when I started streaming, I started together with BMX, um, and, uh, it, it made things so much easier if anyone out there is like thinking about starting to stream, um, you know, don't necessarily start it alone, start with someone else because then you have someone to talk to and, and, you know, um, and, and, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll send that all back to you as well. Like it's, it's amazing to see you. I, I wish I was as fast of an artist as you are. <laughs> like people, people turn around, you know, even just for, for half a minute, they turn back and they're like, Whoa, that, that drawing. Stuff. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I wish I, I had that speed. Unfortunately, you know, you know, I take like two months to, to finish a single character, like the last one that I did. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and it's you know, in in BMX, I've uh, I found a, a a co-streamer and a streaming buddy that that really you know is amazing to have. So so thank you for starting this journey together with me, BMX. I
2: am so happy that we <laughs> started this journey. You know,
1: <laughs> it all you-
2: took it all took place when he was just leaving for Japan, and I'm like, okay, you're in Japan. Okay, I've got two weeks to think about this. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then I, he came know- back and we did it. <laughs>
1: I, you know, when the thing is, it, it it was crazy. Like, I don't know why I never thought about it before, but it makes so much sense is, is that, you know, you're, you're fast, you're funny, you're, um, you, you gravitate towards really hilarious things that you want to draw. And especially if it's like someone's username, that's, that's really funny or, or whatever. And my God, like it's, it's the perfect, like the perfect, uh, uh for lack of a better term package for Twitch right there.
2: Uh, it it, it definitely works is. Out you
1: made my day the other day.
2: Um, oh, I did.
0: You know, and I, I just kind of threw it, put it out there because I was curious, curious what this would actually look like. So I said, could you do me a favor? And she's like, yeah. I was like, you, could you draw a sunflower eating sunflower seeds? <laughs>
2: that's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: And uh, it was just like I visioned it. Different.
2: <laughs> just like, I know. I think that's half the weirdness is when people ask me to do something and I create it and then they're like, this is atrocious. And I'm like, Hey man, it was your idea.
1: (laughs) It's
2: just transferring from my brain onto, onto the Cintiq or whatever.
0: (laughs) I kind of get why my mom said some things you just didn't say.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) uh, What other questions do you have for uvio Um, and again if you're just now tuning in guys we're here with uvio he's a twitch streamer you can check out his channel uvio u u v i o underscore amazing artist and we're also here with my co-host bmx shark art both twitch streamers amazing at what they do you have to check out their channels
2: my other question would be um how has your practice now first with animation how has your practice changed over time
1: practice changed over time um do you mean practice in terms of like you know like the anatomy practice and all that stuff like just kind of working Um, on your
2: your i would say just ability um well that we'll get to that it would be your industry job right how has that changed for you over time from when you first got out of animation school and uh went into the field and then my next question would be twitch from when you started twitch and how has that practice changed for you
0: that's a good question because because we, we, tablets weren't really around right like the the i'm talking the digital tablets we draw on today
2: uh no uvio had those so, when he like, first they, started working
1: did you yeah, yeah. that was just um, me i'm just old i <laughs> I mean, I I forget which year it was, but there was a, you know, this is way back, you know, maybe someone knows, but like Adobe (laughs) 6.0, Adobe Photoshop 6.0 when that came out. Uh, I, I should, I should, I guess, uh, uh, ahead of that say that, that both my parents, uh, worked in the creative field my my dad worked as a creative director and my mom as an illustrator they both met at at graphic design school and all that so so you know that side of things uh creatively uh it it just kind of runs in the family I, I suppose and um didn't you meet your husband at at college too
2: yes I did yeah.
1: I need to create a, a
0: creative college <laughs> dating meet and greet website. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an because it's actually d- quite you,
2: common. Man, let
0: me tell you, you guys stay together.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's quite, I met an optometrist the other day and he's like, Yep, yeah, my wife and I met in optometry school. So here we are. <laughs> so it's, I think it, it's, it's common across all fields of work, you know, yeah. whether you're going into engineering or animation or, you know, it doesn't really matter.
0: That's actually amazing, so both both your parents had somewhat of a
1: yes um although they you know while my my dad had made that transition during his career into sort of the the digital medium because because graphic design changed during during his career quite significantly uh my mother hadn't uh so she kind of ventured into illustration um but just because you know I was surrounded by it all the time um and and I grew up loving it. Like I, I, I initially was all traditional and then eventually was introduced to like a, like an old, like Wacom, uh, I think it's called graphite tablet, like, like super ancient, you know, graphics tablet and, uh, like Adobe 6.0 Photoshop 6.0 or whatever it is. And then I kind of just started slowly delving into, digital stuff. Um college was was kind of like a mixture of traditional like pen on paper but also quite digital. Um uh it wasn't really like until the first anim gig where I started using Syntiques. Those are the the monitors that you draw on and haven't looked back since. Uh my vision has gotten worse because of it. But <laughs> but you know, little little side effect of of staring at a screen the entire day all day every day um but so i i would say like it, it hasn't changed too much from the way it was in in college what i will say is it, this isn't so much practice this is more like the view of the industry i suppose the, what, going into it very naive i should say like you know that that like very naive college optimism and i i don't mean to like you know make animation feel uh very real and, and sad to people out there but it can be
0: you know yes.
2: just
1: like any other job it's a tough and, field. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it
2: is a very tough field
0: i mean because there, you you know you got people that are artists looking in for certain artists and then you got people that aren't artists that are maybe just a director's eye for an animation or project manager that isn't an artist he just he's like the film side of things he's looking in and he's like hey this is what I'm looking for. this is what I want. so everybody's eye has to line up and they have to find this native these needles in a haystack for a project because yeah there's there's I don't know if anybody's ever seen the credits at the end of a Pixar film. Holy cow, let me tell you something those credits are way longer yeah. than movie credits yeah. like yeah it's like a video game. Takes a right, like, like, like the end of like Assassin's Creed or something, you know, it's like, holy cow, this thing's it's going like, for like, like 10 villages.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Actually, like it, it takes a village to make a movie. It takes an entire country to make an animated film or something like yes. that. No. <laughs> yes. Um, I've never heard that. That's hilarious. No, I don't know. I just <laughs> off the top of my dome. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. But uh, actually, one, one thing that I had thought of, too, is, is sort of. Um, you know, you, you kind of in animation school, you're able to take your time, right? Like you're, you're able to, uh, animate at your, your somewhat your own pace. Obviously you've got the deadlines with assignments and stuff, but you're able to like shoot your own reference. You are able to really like put a lot of effort into the work that you do. Not that you don't for your job, but when you work in TV animation, it's, like you need to pump the footage out because uh you know there's a deadline coming up in a week or two for the episode to be done, and so it kind of takes away a little bit of that that magic that you that you thought it was in animation school where you're like, man, like I'll just you know I'll get the audio clip, I'll shoot some reference material, and then I'll just like act it out and whatnot, and we'll make it look great no like it becomes a conveyor belt to a certain extent where you got tr- uh, certain shorthands and certain ways of quickly doing something and you just go back to that same f- like factory kind of mindset. All right, let's chop, 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 get that done out of the way, move on to the next scene because you just have to, you know, you've got 35 seconds a week, something like that. When I started out in animation, um, it's gotten a little bit better and it's dependent on the the project itself, but yeah, like, it can get quite tedious after a while
2: and shortcuts like for my field of work with character design, it was all about, and I worked on paper. So it was all about whatever shortcut I can possibly do to make everything go that much faster. So I wouldn't have to draw more. I'm already drawing eight hours a day. um, And so I wouldn't have to draw more than that.
0: So I'm getting tired. (laughs) tired. My hands hurting. I'm not even drawing. I'm thinking about like, Oh my God, eight hours guys. You remember getting in trouble in writing? I will not talk in class on a chalkboard. Yeah, so good day.
2: Eight hours? hours. It's yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I, I, had I had animated this Scooby Doo commercial. Cleanup. Um, Moral was the one who actually animated it, and I had to do thick and thin cleanup. And I was I was doing around 400 pages of animation paper oh my gosh it Whoa. broke broke me at 3 a.m i was the first time at animation actually broke me and i cried at my friends because i had to spend the night downtown vancouver because i didn't want to waste time taking the ferry that's how fast i had to get it done and i remember just being on the phone and calling mike in north Bend and I'd be like i can't do this and he's like yes you can I got it done. I got oh it done. God. But yeah, Ouch. that's the first time I was just like, oh my gosh, this I've I i I feel like I failed, but I was okay, you know. So it's just this it is oh, what it is sometimes.
1: Yeah. All you can do is your best. And uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. But um yeah, no, I like eight hours is a good day, man. Um obviously like if you're a fast animator, that's great. Um I'm I'm not that fast because uh, – I know I, 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 you know, if, if someone's thinking out there about getting into animation, I think there's like three things that, that really matter. If you have two of those, uh, you're, you're fine. You'll be, you'll be fine. Uh, speed, quality, and personality. If you've got any of the two in any combination, you'll be fine. Um, and for me, it's, it's quality and, and I hope personality. I, you know, That's I, I know I'm German. I know I get angry sometimes. I know. <laughs> You know, nine I sound nine angry, nine. And all, yep <laughs> <laughs> blunt and everything, but, uh, we're gonna, you know,
0: we're going to find out with this podcast I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> you got a great personality. If, if Thank you guys. ever watch his streams, I mean, I, like I said, I, the, you're, I, and we're keeping it, we're keeping it subtle. Cause obviously we're doing podcasts, but let me tell you something. It gets fun in the pub. It gets fun in the pub. You know, sometimes that guy behind the, the pub, washing the mug, what's his name? Bjorn Bjorn. He sometimes, you know, he he, 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 you know, you might have a couple while you're watching the, the drawing or you might just enjoy your time. You just never know. You just never know. But the, the pub, the pub is awesome. Like I said, that's a great theme. It's a great concept. I mean, literally, um, I, I'm, I, I was watching you one day and I had a, my mug and my big mug, my big Stein. Cause I have a, I have a, I have a ton of Steins from Germany like real ones and everything yes. from October for a uh, fest and all that. And, um, you know, so it, you know, it's, I'm, I even have a star Wars one. You
2: know, so. There might need to be a mug I've soon made. Uvio's tavern mugs. Yes. Like Glass steins. Oh, I like I that. Totally, that can totally be a thing.
1: I, <laughs> I try it. Like I ordered like a, like a mug from Amazon. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get some spray paints for ceramics and, and like try and make <laughs> oh, this. Oh, that's what you're and doing. It, yeah. yeah. And it, it didn't really work out. That didn't work out. I got to find another way of doing it. um Maybe if you could draw, whatever, a I don't cast, know.
0: casting, and or draw something and then get it cast.
1: That would be cool. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. Do where I could do that. the The other option really is, and that's a lot more expensive of an option. Like, finally, now the tavern has a as a proper proper sigil and uh there there's you know there's people on etsy that that do uh custom engravings on like traditional mm-hmm. wooden tankards and all that stuff so you know that that be an option it wouldn't look like the the you know the the tavern that we have as an as an emote in the in the ta- uh the, the the i guess the tankard in the tavern that we have as have as an emote but uh yeah um there's there's options stuff down the line. I don't know. I've, I've tried it didn't oh, work find out. It. I'm going to I'm going to shelve it for now, put it in a in a little drawer, you know, close the drawer and you know, open that another time.
0: Nice. Um well, we're we're getting towards the end here, so um any any other questions you wanted to ask them before we start wrapping it up. Uh we got we I don't I I would keep you here all day because for one you're interesting as heck and I would be honored if down the road, if we could do another podcast on the new pub or the new, I don't, I don't know, you don't have to say what it is. The new, I don't know, what what would you call that? Lobby? I don't know. I don't, I, the new thing <laughs> coming. I don't want to give it up. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to blow its cover. It might be top secret.
1: It's, it's not necessarily top secret. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of storytelling and I want to bring storytelling elements into the tavern. So I've been thinking about, Oh, well, how can I do that? Right? Like I, you know, with Dungeons and Dragons, I'm a, I'm a DM a dungeon master and I I love writing my own little world. And so I'm trying to figure out how to do a little bit of writing, but bring it to people in a way where it, it just works with everything and it doesn't feel out of place and you know how it could, uh, how it could make something like if i'm playing a video game that isn't like fantasy themed how could that like fit into a fantasy tavern how could that like morph into that and and i feel like storytelling might be a way of doing that and um so at some point in time i'm i'm not sure what the timeline is or when that will happen but there'll be some 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 voice acting bits and stuff that that are pre-recorded that will play um Cause again, like, uh, like I was trying to say earlier is, is that, that I'm trying to kind of utilize all the tools that that are given to me, uh, be that alerts, be that, you know, just making custom scenes or transitions or something like that. And, uh, it, it yeah, it's, it's in a way trying to recreate like a 2d RPG, like, like everyone knows it, like banner saga or something like that, uh, in, in Twitch channel streaming format. Without being like straight up just a video game.
0: Well, Anyways, I know, the, I, I know. Let's just say DMs out there, which has it's been around for a long time. I mean, before Comic Cons, okay, the gatherings, the living rooms, the get-togethers. Um, the there's pizza, a huge following. The, so the Coca-Cola. <laughs> if you're one, you might as well just go ahead and just start following his channel, Ubio's <laughs> channel, because you you all stick together better than any friendships I see out there. Um, and some of you have some crazy collections when it comes to cards. Um, like, the, I mean, man,
1: I think one of the coolest things about D and D is, is kind of like when you're, when you're going through it together with other people, it feels almost like it was real, right? Like yeah. you, you talk about it, like after a game or whatever, as if like that, that stuff actually happened. Like, oh man, remember how you killed that orc <laughs> and like, yeah, man, everyone remembers did that crazy that. thing and whatnot. It really just feels like everyone was there, everyone experienced this together, and it is real in a way. And and I think that's such an appealing thing about it.
2: That is very very true. Like even even when I played like games like uh, Baldur's Gate, which are all Forgotten Realms games, you know, even meeting certain characters in that realm, it was like, remember that time I like met up with them and then we took down this like frost giant, and it's like if it. <laughs> Like, if it really happened, even if it was a video game, you still remember all that stuff. And it's definitely like my son plays D&D with a bunch of friends and, you know, the excitement he tells me what, you know, he tells me what happened that evening. Right. It's very cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's his own world. More people should play it.
0: It is. Any final questions you have for uh, Uvio uh, going in (laughs) or the other name, the famous name?
2: For Sven. Sven. Um. I would say, what is the best piece of advice you'd been given and that you could give
1: to uh, other artists out there? Oh boy. I've been given that I could give, um, I'll, I'll answer that one in like two different, uh, ways, I guess. Yeah, for sure. One is for people out there that obviously I'm not a director that has a, a crazy amount of experience, um, I, I consider like having directed for three years is still like you're, you're somewhat of a greenhorn, uh, Just like when you were, you're animating and you're in it for three years, you're still somewhat of a greenhorn. Um, this was advice actually that, that I also got from, from Aaron blaze. Some people out there might, might kind of know him. Disney animator uh, worked on brother bears and, you know, beauty and the beast and so on. Um, and, and I try to, to like, really make sure that i remind myself every time i go into work as a director is that you need to take your ego out of it like it's not your show it's not you know you're not the hot shot really like sure okay you're the director so what like the team they're the ones that are making the show uh you you have to remember that that You know, you're just, you're just one person and and yes, you're chosen for that position maybe because you're, you're good at what you do, but you know, you only see so much. So you need to sometimes take a step back and let people do their work. You need to step back and listen to what other people have to say. Um, you know, there, there was this great documentary from, (laughs) great documentary about star wars episode one two three and how george lucas approached everything and and everyone was kind of like afraid of telling the guy like no this is a fucking terrible decision like don't do this like, <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> dr yeah. bings what are you thinking yeah and like and then after the fact everyone's like oh my god like how could we let this happen and i just think like yeah that's because no one's telling the director like no this is shit don't do this and yep. So I always try to make a point of of asking everyone on the team, no matter like if if they're the junior out of, of out of college that just came in or the senior animator that has been doing it for ten years or whatever. I always try to get everyone's opinions. It's your job then as a director to sort that out and like go with the good stuff, go uh, sort out the bad stuff. You don't have to listen to everything, but it's it's really like that that thought of like take your ego and throw that out the door because because you're really just you're delegating everyone and and kind of trying to make everything work, but you also don't know everything all the time. And it's, it's about teamwork. And then the piece of advice I would give to animators is similar, uh, in a way is, is, um, you have to learn to let things go. And this, this applies to directors technically too. If you're, if you're, if you're trying to navigate a world of, of like, you're trying to shoot for really great quality, but you also have a budget and deadline constraint that you need to like keep to, you need to learn to let things go. Obviously push us as, as much as you can, but you know, whatever you're working on right now might not be the, you know, it's, it's not the beauty and the beast. It's not, you know, the jungle book or whatever. Um, I think it, this is actually a piece of advice I got in college is, is that, like your work, but don't fall in love with it because there's always better ways of doing it. Um, your supervisor, your director will probably tell you a better way of doing it and listen to that advice because it can really teach you a lot. It can bring you, uh, ahead quite a bit in the industry. So take your ego, shove it in the closet, listen to what other people have to say and like, l- let that, you know, let that, I guess, love for your scene go, let that, you know, the, as a director, let the, the nitpickiness, like on delivery day, when you're like already two hours past the delivery deadline, let that go because it needs to get done and your producers breathing down your neck. Um, I think that's the, the pieces of his advice that I would give everybody.
0: Yeah. There's a, what, what, there's no business like show business. Yeah. <laughs> The show the show must go on. Go
2: on. Yeah. The
1: show the must show go, go yeah. on, right? Exactly. Don't
2: drop the bomb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like, what I was always told.
1: <laughs> yeah, draw draw lessons from from everything that happens. Obviously try not to, you know, uh try not to make the same mistake over and over and over again, but really try to learn from from every single thing that you do and uh you know, you'll get you'll get far. That's awesome.
0: Uh, words of wisdom. Um you know, so anybody get thinking about going in this field or, or you're down this path, just know that it's a dirt road for a while. <laughs> Eventually you'll you'll find some some stones and those stones might turn into a road, but um it's a it's a dirt road, you know, and, and uh but um man, uh I just appreciate you taking time coming on the L Streamers Podcast, taking time out with me and BMX Sharp. And let us kind of go through a series of questions and finding what, as an animator, you experience and on a day to day basis, and how you bring your streaming to an amazing audience on Twitch firsthand. And in real time, you've made this incredible world that people like myself, people like BMX enjoy coming and hanging out and she's even more fortunate because she gets to stream with you and talk with you and all that Man, good if stuff if you want to stream with
1: me just let me know, <laughs> just let know. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm hitting in there and I'll, just, I'll totally mess with you uh but you never know you never know but um seriously both very talented and um i really really thank you um do you have any other questions for him
2: no that's it that's it. I was well. I I do have two more, but I don't know if you're Ooh, about time. You know what? Ooh. It was. <laughs> let's,
0: let's squeeze quick, them. Let's quick squeeze fire them. Just, questions. Were, let's were, squeeze them. They're,
2: they're not very in depth. So one of them's name three artists that you uh, actually admire.
1: Oh, I like this one. Three artists hmm. I admire. Man, I like you you're you're asking for something <laughs> now that I'm really terrible with. Like if oh, I man. if I see someone's art, if I see someone or like if I hear someone's music, I I know it, but it's like adding the name to that. It's the same with like if I see someone's face, I'm like that's that's uh what's his face? I don't know. Yeah. It, it like the name part is always difficult for me. But the, the first one I would say um li-
2: at least one's fine.
1: Uh there, there there's there are f- a few, of, fuck, I had one a moment ago. Um, well, one of the one of the big things that I that inspires me is is like sort of anime of of the golden age that I consider to be sort of like the late eighties, nineties kind of. So, uh, the director of Ghost in a Shell. Sorry, I shouldn't know that name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a lot of like, names, a lot of artists uh, we like. <laughs> drop my memory right now. Um, Glenn Keen. Because, I mean... Of course. Disney. uh, And, oh, my God. I had another one.
0: Shit. (laughs) You guys get to work with so many different ones and analyze so many. I mean... I and mean, the, the, the list is
1: the list is long. I mean, you know, Hayao Miyazaki, the, the you know, Ghibli movies, especially like the older Ghibli movies, like yep. huge inspiration.
2: Princess Mononoke. And
1: uh, yeah, like Nausicaa. If no one has ever seen Nausicaa before, watch it. It's I it's haven't amazing. seen Nausicaa. Do it.
2: <laughs> I have not. You'll seen like
1: you You like it. <laughs> Write um, it down. But uh, I would say um, Mobius, the the French um, artist. Uh, like anyone has, who has seen my art is, knows that it's very line, line art heavy. And, and I, I, that partially comes from that inspiration that, that is Mobius to me. Um, and I just thought of another one, Ash Thorpe. If you don't know Ash Thorpe, look him up. Um, super talented, uh, artist and director who shares an insane passion for, uh for like the, the the golden age anime for blade runner and all that stuff i'm i'm super into that don't know the guy personally but i i love watching the kind of work that he does and uh yeah anyways that's that's the, i keep rambling to every question no. that you have so i'll keep no I'll that's keep short this is of that really good it's one. yeah well yeah i mean
2: sometimes like you know, are the, there's, there'll be, like, two artists that we know that we really, really enjoy, right? But then sometimes, especially if it's Japanese, um, we don't necessarily know their names. Like, we just, whoever does the Studio Ghibli stuff, we like their stuff. Like, I would be the same when it comes to Naruto and the manga and how, for anime, that's, that's what I would kind of lean towards, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, for artists, it'd be... Adam Hughes, hands down, Adam Hughes for me, right? And of course, I uh, would have to agree with Sven on Glenn Keane for the Disney Disney style and the look of everything, right? Not ever everything. He didn't do everything, but he did a lot. You know, he's yeah. been working on he's been working on Disney movies since he was eighteen, and a lot of people don't realize the end of the Fox and the Hound fight scene between the fox bear and the fox and the dog or the hunting dog that was done at at by Glenn Keane at age like nineteen. Like that's how good he was, and and most people think that that was could have been like an older guy. It's like no, that was a 19 year old who animated that scene. That's I know when I worked on Sinbad, one fight sequence was animated by a 19 year old. So yes, that kind of talent does exist with animators, and traditionally, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> so yeah,
1: you said you had another one.
2: Um, I guess in closing, my closing question. Uh, question would be professionally what is your goal? I guess I would just say what is your goal
0: for Twitch? Ooh, goal, I like this one. Goal for Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Um for because it is artists, definitely you yeah. guys are both definitely going this you're going up with it. You're 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 building the audience and they're staying with you. So I gotta agree. This is a great question.
1: I I think um you know going into it I tried to make very clear to myself that like having a goal, like, oh man, I want to become the you know big Twitch streamer, I want to have like <laughs> a thousand people hanging out, all that. Like, no, like, I don't care about that that much. Um, because it is insanely important to like take pleasure in the journey. Like, if you enjoy the journey, it doesn't matter if or when you reach whatever end goal you might have or might not have, uh, because you'll enjoy every moment that is going on. And, and, uh, I keep saying on stream that I, I, I very much just value quality interactions over quantity. And, uh, and so I think the goal there is to just kind of have a community that, that supports one another, that shares a love, a share, a shared love for, for role playing for, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, video games, art, all this stuff. But, but really like, you know, there's so much. BS going on in everyday life that, you know, oftentimes I find myself going to Twitch just to relax, wind down and like just hang out and chill streams, not like toxic once or whatever. And that's totally cool if people want to do that. It's not my thing. Uh so, so I kind of the way I see my stream too is is like I just want it to be this place for people to come to, to feel relaxed, to like, you know, sort of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have a tankard of ale after a long day of work, type of type of thing and and like no matter how many people would find my stream or don't find my stream i just wanted to essentially be a solid community that picks one another up instead of tearing each other down and regardless of who you are what you do who you believe in and all that stuff because that doesn't matter in that moment yeah awesome good reason
2: more yeah good reason i mean i think it helps that uh uh, Sven and I have a real passion for people, and and wanting to connect with people individually as well as a whole. That's why the quantity is not important to us, um, and that's never been my forte. Um, just doing so many comic cons, I do. I like you know. I miss sitting at a table and talking to so many people about their lives and what they do and what their genre is and why they're at the comic con. And Twitch gives us that way to do that without going to a Comic-Con and connecting with people. And I've gotten to know so many people now through Twitch, just on the side, like just from messaging, from our Discord or whatever, right? And just kind of being there for people in a way, people who need it and who, um, whether it's just memes or just seeing how people's day are, you know, postages, I only talk to people on Twitch, right? Like um, people can message us anytime in Discord. And with Art Help as well, we are both very apt to helping others with their art, you know, in any, any shit. And we we can do it live too. Right. So we don't have any, we're not shy about it or anything. So I really like the fact that we have the same drive and towards, in terms of what we want um, when dealing with people. And I love it.
0: That's awesome. Well, guys, I appreciate, and you, you, you killed it. You killed it on the podcast <laughs> because the, 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 you're still just so calm and humble about your artwork. But seriously, if you see his artwork, you'll see why I am I get so excited talking to these two because it's that good. It's that good. This is no different than what you, see, you guys see on TV so or at a Comic-Con. These, it's a real deal. It's a real deal. And um, I want to personally thank you for coming in and giving us the opportunity to basically step into your 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 pub, your tavern, talk to you one-on-one, get in depth and get to see your own personal life as an animator and, and as a di- director. And the key factor here is I love the fact that you're both humble, you're both passionate and you're doing it for the right reasons. And I see a lot of success going both your ways. And I'm even more excited because BMX Shark is also my co host. So I love it. I love it. So we got a little history there, too. but that'll come down the line.
2: Yeah,
0: um, for sure. But I want to thank you 100% for coming in and everyone watching. This is LFAM Streamers Podcast. If you want to learn more, feel free to go to com, or just type in LFAM Streamers Podcast on Spotify or iTunes or any podcast for that matter. And you'll see us pull right up. And again, I want to thank Uvio, who's also known as... Sven. Sven. <laughs> I'm gonna say that eventually one day. Um, you know, thank you again for for bringing us in, and please check it out. Ovo on Twitch. That's o o u v i o underscore or BMX Shark Art. Both you can find them in the artist category and
1: your stream times, so everybody knows. Uh, I, I stream on Mondays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Pacific time. There you go.
2: And, and I stream with Spend 8 p.m.s a
0: specific time. So you guys heard it in here first, and again, we want to thank you. You're amazing. I can't wait
1: to see what's coming up next. Thanks so much for having having thank me and BMX.
0: Yeah.